Hola, mi gente. My name is Jessica Yanez, and I want you to join me for some wine and chisme. The Wine and Chisme podcast was created to amplify voices across communities of color, all while drinking a glass of wine. From wine talk, interviews, and recaps of all things pop culture, join me every Wednesday for the chisme. Please make sure to check out the Wine and Chisme podcast and other amazing podcasts as part of the Latina Podcasters Network. Hey, mamacita, welcome to the Mamas con Ganas podcast. That's mamas as in, hey, mama, y te traemos episodios para que tengas las ganas de motivarte, surgir y triunfar. Don't be a mama con drama. Let's be mamas con ganas. I'm your host, Valentina Izara. Hey, mamacita. It's been a while. I took a little break from the podcast. It's been quite a summer. I hope everybody is doing very well. I am um, letting you know that I am recording this as we speak. Uh, positive with coronavirus. I'm doing fine, though. Thank God I'm here with my uh, three boys. My husband was actually out of town doing an endodontist conference when I started having symptoms and testing and I tested positive. So when he came back from out of state, I told him to go to my parents' house so that he wouldn't get infected. And it's been uh, quite a challenging week. Hasn't yet, yet been a week. It's been about four days since I found out. I've had some mild symptoms. I think the The most challenging part, I have to be honest with you, has not been able to taste or smell anything because I love food and I love to taste it and I love smells and I really miss my sense of smell. It's funny because my husband always calls, calls me the hound dog because he says I can smell something from like a mile away, but I, right now I'm not able to taste anything in food, which is super Not fun. It's not fun. I can't deny it. I, I miss tasting my food. I miss smelling fragrances. Also, I, although I guess the good side is, is that my little one um, had diarrhea today and I couldn't smell anything. So I guess that's the plus. So it's good to look at the bright side of things. <laughs> and my adolescents who sweat and they've been going, thank goodness we got this basketball hoop for them over the summer for my uh, foster son, Aiden's birthday, we got him a, a hoop and they've been playing outside because it's the only place that we can go on our terrace and they sweat a lot and I'm not able to smell their, their like stinkiness. So I guess that's the good side, but I'm hoping that we'll come back. I'm fully vaccinated. So I'm grateful that, um, that my symptoms have been mild. I know a lot of people around the world are still not able to get vaccinated. And I know a lot of people like, for example, I'm from Venezuela and in Venezuela, I have relatives who are just like waiting uh, to get vaccinated. And in many parts of the world, we, they still have uh, to get access to vaccines. So I'm thankful for that. So today for the podcast episode, I decided to bring the topic of what to do when things don't go actually as you planned them to go. Because that's been what I've been dealing with a lot, I think, in the past year and a half. It just seems like when I catch my footing 
and, and I'm catching my bearings. I think that's how the expression goes. Just when I feel like, okay, I got this handled, something else is thrown my way. I don't know if any of you have felt like that recently, but I definitely have. And particularly last week, um, I'll tell you this, it was kind of, it was kind of funny. Now I laugh at it. Last week, I was not so happy about it. <laughs> I was actually really upset. But last week, I was really excited because the boys were all going to be going back to school. And I was thinking, yes, I could finally go back to concentrate on my podcast. Um, and I could really just like buckle down and get my work done because I really miss when I don't do this. I, it's something that I feel inside that I feel even anxious when I don't get to work on my podcast because I love it so much. And in the, during the summertime, I will say that there was a lot of things that came into priority that I had to take care of as a family and as a mother that I couldn't ignore. And now that those things are taken care of, which I'll go into that in a little bit more detail and look and so that you can understand where I'm coming from. Um, I was really missing the podcast though. And so last week was the first week of school here in Miami-Dade. And I was like, yes, all the boys are going to school. I'm like preparing their uniform. You guys have no idea how I felt. Maybe you do, maybe just a mother like me and are super excited to get your kids back on the routine. Even though summer was, was it was really a, a beautiful time, but at the same time, it's like, okay, it's time for routine. So last Wednesday, I wasn't able to get all the, there's like a blue and a yellow form that the doctors fill out here for the kids. And long story short, the kids were all supposed to be in school Wednesday, but for me, it happened a day later on Thursday when I could finally get the form for my little one. And I took him on Thursday at noon. So I had three glorious hours to myself. And then Friday was going to be the first day my first day without the kids. Woo. And so I drive first. We wake up super early in the morning, wake up at six o'clock in the morning. And at seven, we're out the door and I drop off the big kids first because it's a long commute. My children go to private school. And then I'm about to live, leave little Leo, my four-year-old, into his French school because he has a different school that he goes to. He goes to a French school. And literally, as I'm about to get out of the car, I get a call from the big kids school telling me that one of my children had been exposed to somebody in his class who had tested positive for COVID and could I please come back and pick him up right away? It had not even been what? I think it had been like half an hour since I just dropped off the big kids and I couldn't believe it. I was like in shock. And so I got out of the car, like trying to breathe deeply. I dropped off my little one and I literally got back into the car. And I kid you not, I let out a shriek. Like I screamed. I was like, ah! And I literally looked up at God and went, one day. Is it too much to ask? One day. And then that's it. I thought, okay, I get, it is what it is. So I go back to pick up the big one and I didn't even get one full day last week. And then on Friday night, that same day, I started having some very mild symptoms. Actually, they were, it felt more like I was having allergies and I thought I was having, I thought it was allergies because I was sneezing. 
the next day I wake up with a very bad headache and I rarely get headaches. So I decided to get tested for, you know, myself. Although I'm not going to lie to you. I thought while, as I was going to get the test on Saturday, I thought to myself, I'm being paranoid. Why am I doing this? I know I'm going to be negative, but I had this intuition and Sunday, surely enough, I get the, uh, the notice that I was tested positive. So the second week of school, which was supposed to be a super productive week. And I had written everything down on my agenda that I had bought last week. Like I'd literally started to regroup uh, for, you know, for my business and my work and everything. And I was getting super excited. Well, all my plans went down the drain. So this week, that's what it's been. So if you are going through something, Mamacita, where you feel like all of the plans that you had made, and it could be anything, it could be at work, it could be a personal issue, anything. If you feel like things just aren't going the way you wanted them to go, and now you're having to make, go to plan B, I know what you feel. And this episode is for you. So the number one thing I do when these things happen, after I, after I let out the shriek, after I go, I could be upset for a little bit like anybody, right? We're all like, Arr. and I might come call my, call my friend, my best friend and complain. Can you believe blah, 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 blah. But then I give myself a pep talk. Like Valentina has to be her best cheerleader. And I have, I give myself the cheerleader leader pep talk. Like, okay, you got this. You got this, mamacita. This is what we're going to do. And so my, I would say my higher intelligence or the Valentina that knows that everything is going to be fine, that everything is going to be figured out, that everything has a solution, that the world's not falling apart, that everything's going to be okay. I take that Valentina and I start giving myself a little pep talk. Because this is the thing, we can get caught in the negativity of what's just happened and the news that we've just received. And if we stay in that cycle, it could, it could literally just take us down this really negative place. And then we can spend the rest of our time complaining and lamenting and looking at the problem and never actually looking for solutions or looking at how we could actually make this different scenario work. And I feel that that pep talk, when we give ourselves, when I give myself the pep talk, it helps me because that Valentina that gives the pep talk is a totally different Valentina than the Valentina who will just criticize everything about what's just happened. Because the negative one, oh my gosh, you can just complain, 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 complain. And then by the time I know it, I'm crying. And, and, then, the, and then on top of everything, you know, obviously because my husband was out of town, I didn't want him to be, to get sick as well. I've been doing this by myself. So I don't even have my husband. I mean, sometimes on the phone, he'll be like, I don't know how you do this, babe. And you got this, but that's all. So I have to be my own cheerleader. and I have to give myself those pep talks. So the number one thing that I recommend you do when you've, once you've already had that little, 
tantrum and you've already let out that shriek or whatever you needed to do and have that angry dance, then give yourself a pep talk. There is somebody in your head, in that boardroom of your head, that is a cheerleader for you. You got to take her out and ask her, can you give me a little pep talk? Tell me everything's going to be okay. And then have her talk. And if you need to do this out loud, do it out loud. I do it out loud sometimes in my bathroom. Like today, actually, it was this morning. I was doing it in the bathroom. And my Valentina that gives me the pep talk was like, okay, we can do this. We got this. Everything's fine. We could work around all the, you know, all the, um, all the troubles and all the inconveniences and all the boredom even that I'm facing right now because I do not like to be locked up at all. I did not like 2020 being stuck in the house. And so this is, yeah, this is a challenge. And I know we've all been going through lots of challenges this year. So give yourself a pep talk, number one. Number two, pause and regroup and prioritize, reprioritize. Because sometimes the priorities that we have change when the things are changed and our life has been flipped upside down. So I was fortunate enough that I didn't get sick to the point where I'm still able to record these episodes for you. But it could have been the case, in which case I would have had to accept the fact that my priority was my health. So, but being that I am feeling okay and I have enough energy to do this, I, um, I just have to change things around. And so what I decided to do was that in order for me to record these episodes, I was going to have to ask my big children to watch my little one while I did this in the afternoons, because during the day they're doing their, their uh, school online. So while they do this, their school online, I take care of the house stuff. And then right today, while I'm recording this, I had asked my big ones, Aiden and Lucci, could you please take care of Leo so that I could do my podcast and so they know, all know how much I love my podcast and, and they're willing to help. So I change things around. And personally, if I could have things done just the way Valentina likes them to be done, and I'm sure that you also, when plans are changed and when you go through changes that you don't like, it's usually because you like things done like a certain way. And when the plans change, they take away those things that you really like from your plan. And one of my things is, when I concentrate on my work, I like to be in Valentina's perfect case scenario. I like to be completely by myself with a house, completely children free. But the reality is, is that most of the time or a lot of the time I have to be working around my kids and I'm not alone most of the time. So, and I, and when things, when I'm not able to have time just for myself, I need to be able to work in little increments instead of being able to do chunks of big work like I like to do all by myself. It's sort of, we have to remember to be flexible and that we are flexible because sometimes we convince ourselves that we're not flexible, that we're not capable, that things have to be done the way that we want them to be. And then, and then that's it. But what I've realized within myself is that when I'm unwilling to be flexible. It's just one more excuse that I'm giving myself to not be able to do the work that I want to put out. So yeah, so number two, pause, regroup, and reprioritize. Number three, very simple, move forward. 
Like, don't let anything stop you. Keep moving forward. Because sometimes when our plans are completely changed and we are shaken by our plans, then we feel paralyzed and then we don't want to move forward and we feel stuck. And sometimes the one thing we need to do is just keep moving forward. And when I say keep moving forward, I mean take one day at a time, literally one day at a time. Because, for example, this has been uh, these days, I haven't really known how I'm going to feel, number one. The first two days, I slept a lot last night, but the first two days I was really sleeping a lot. It was a little bit more of the fatigue symptoms that I was getting. And so I needed to take it day by day. And then my little one woke up with a fever yesterday, a, a small fever, but it's something that as a mother, you know, we stay very vigilant when our children get fevers. So, um, so yeah, take one day at a time and move forward with plan B. Move forward, move forward, move forward. Okay, number four. I think this is super important. Track your progress. Sometimes when our plan is derailed and we start moving forward with another plan, just because the plan that we originally set forth didn't go through, sometimes we don't, we can get stuck in that, man, but things weren't supposed to be going this way and this is not the way it was supposed to be. And we can get stuck in that mindset. And even if we're, even while we're moving forward, we could still be thinking those things like, oh, but it could have been so much better and blah, 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 blah. And we don't allow ourselves to track our progress. So track your progress, even when you're taking plan B. And why is that so important? It's because we don't give ourselves enough credit. We're always putting ourselves down. We're always making ourselves feel guilty or feel shame or feel angry or frustrated about why things didn't turn out one way or the other. And so I think it's important to recognize just how far along we've come. Even when things didn't really pan out the way we thought they should. And interestingly enough, many times after, but this is like long after the fact, we can look back and many times we, we can realize in retrospect with hindsight 2020 vision that perhaps the way that it actually ended up going was the way it was supposed to go because it taught us lessons along the way that were so, so valuable. And perhaps they were what we were actually supposed to be learning at that moment. And for me, I know this is just another, another lesson on patience personally because that's what I've been working on the most the most the most the most this week because my kids they shriek they're noisy they move they sometimes I feel like I have no space to think on my own like I have to search for little places in the home so I could just hear my own thoughts they keep me super busy and and yeah I need to exercise Patience, 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 patience. And I guess that's what I'm supposed to be learning at the moment. I will say that as I was also 
preparing this episode, I was also thinking about my trajectory as a foster mom because becoming a foster mom was something that was also thrown out of nowhere at me. I don't know if you've been listening to the podcast. I did speak um, a little bit more in depth about it, but uh, my husband and I had not prepared to be foster parents and we became foster parents last November. So it's going to be a year in three months, but it was something that was completely unplanned. And so it's, I guess it's been a theme for this year, you know, how to handle things when things are just thrown at, at you and how to reset your entire life because Aiden coming into our life was a complete, I would say a disruption. It was a very big blessing, but it was a totally big shift in particularly in my life because my husband's life didn't change as much in the sense that, you know, his work routine was the same before and after Aiden, but my life changed a lot, like immensely after Aiden came into our life, because instead of having to um, prioritize and look after and guide two of my children, now I had three kids who were in three different schools. So this, I, as I was preparing this, I was like, wow, these are the same things that I have had to do to now get to this point where it's nine months later and Aiden has become such an integral part of our life. I can't even envision my life without him. But I remember particularly in the beginning when he came to live with us, it was so new and it was so shocking and it was so, um, it was so life-changing that I was just trying to survive day to day because there were so many calls. It was something that I was completely, I was completely unfamiliar to. It was not something that I had studied or prepared for. So with this, all I want to say is that sometimes those big things that turn to tend to turn our life upside down can be blessings, but they can also be things that we didn't think we could actually accomplish or get through with or manage or deal with in general. And there were moments this year where, you know, I would have my, my crying, uh, I would start crying and I would just think to myself, I don't know if I could do this. I don't know if I can handle this. It was a lot of emotions and a lot of, it was, a, I mean, there were many challenges. So I'm a true believer with this. I want to say that I'm a true believer that everything that God throws at us that we think we can't handle, we can handle. Nothing is, happens out of coincidence. There's nothing that God throws at us that we can't handle. I truly, truly, truly believe that. And I think that empowering belief is something that gets me through moments in time where I think, I don't know if I'm equipped to do this, or I don't know if I can handle this. I don't know if I have the skills or the tools or the capacity or the, the breath or the, the patience or <laughs> whatever, fill in the blank. So anyways, I hope those tips helped. 
Remember, give yourself a good pep talk when your life brings you those changes and those things that you are not expecting. Be your own cheerleader. Tell yourself, I could do this. Okay, I can handle this. This is how we're going to do it. Have that cheerleader help you come up with a plan. Then pause, regroup, and reprioritize if need be. Then start moving forward. Take one day at a time. Don't forget. And lastly, don't forget to track your progress. Until next time, mamacita. I love you. It's Valentina. Espero te gustó este episodio de nuestro podcast. If you liked it, or if any of our content has inspired you in any way, I'd be ever so grateful if you showed some amorcito by reviewing us on iTunes or wherever you listen to us. Every single review will help us reach more mamacitas so they can live their life con muchas ganas. It's because of you, our listeners, that we're able to create contenido para otras Latinas. Un millón de gracias por suscribirte, escuchar y compartir nuestro podcast. Si tienen preguntas, comentarios y más, pueden visitar nuestra página web mamasconganas.com or follow us on social media at mamasconganas. You can also write me directly at info at mamasconganas.com. Hasta la próxima. Es Valentina recordándote, don't be a mama con drama. Mm -mm. Let's be mamas con ganas. Besitos.